Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up? What are you doing? Uh, Zane Boom. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, the 23rd edition of the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Uh, today with me, Joaquin, is Jake, partner in crime, and we are here to just talk with you guys, uh, hang out, uh, and just, I don't know, just do whatever it is that we do. Um, so, what's up, Jay? What's going on? Anything, uh, anything crack-a-lacking? Anything popping off? Yes, but nothing I can speak about. Yes, but nothing Jay can speak about. Jay is uh, going to go into a transitionary period where he will come out the other end as um, a person that did certain things. That's, that, that's that, all we're going to say. That, that, that went through say. a transitionary period. That went through that transitionary period. That's all we can say about that, you know, for laters, for laters, alligators. Maybe is that is it too early for that joke? Is it too soon? Later's alligators. After while, crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah. So today, I don't, I don't think people would even catch the reference. Probably not. But hey, uh, unless listen, you were in Orlando, word. specifically Disney, specifically Disney <laughs> in Orlando, or we were Captain Hook. But uh, what's up, man? How's your week been? Week's been. Oh man, we've been long. It feels like it's been dragging. Like I just want it to be over already. Ah, dude, on Tuesday night I was all excited because tomorrow was Thursday, and then I had to remember <laughs> that no, tomorrow's only Wednesday. <laughs> I woke up today and I was like, "Ah, oh, can can somebody else go to work for me, please? I just want to not do anything." Yeah, it's been yeah, work has been and work has been fine. Like I'll be, I mean, I can't complain. Yeah, it's it's not thing. work. It's just yeah, it's just having to work. <laughs> I think I need a vacation, Jay. When I was tell, I was you know I was talking to Jay. Dude, de Puerto Rico. Man, I don't want to get the Zika. That's all I'm gonna say about that, man. I don't want. Actually, you know why I won't go to Puerto Rico? Because it's too hot, dude. Yeah, it's, it's like super like hot from right now, now on. Like from now on, if I go to Puerto Rico, it'll be at the earliest, like October, dude. It's like um two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago, right? It was in Miami. Right. It was so muggy. And the one thing I just kept saying was, you know what? I prefer Miami than Puerto Rico right now because it's just um, well, but, but you know why though, right? Because temperature wise, are probably not that not that different. But here's the thing: in Miami, you can get to you get to walk into a house with air conditioning. In Puerto Rico, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's air conditioning in my house. Cent- in Puerto Rico. Central, central, the whole house. Yeah. Well, in your house is one of the few because most of the houses don't. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. But the the difference also is that well, actually, I think, I think it gets a lot hotter in Puerto Rico. I don't Rico think you'd be run, wanting to run the AC because Puerto Rico electricity is pretty expensive. <laughs> it's bad expensive. It's crazy expensive. It's like get hassle. The bill was like four hundred dollars. You only been here like two days. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> like, you gotta walk around. You gotta, gotta buy sweat. One of those. 
Got to buy one of those um, fans with the with the water bottle on it. With the mister. <laughs> the mister. <laughs> Yo. So what's new? Oh, man, nothing's new, man. Just just chilling, man. Just had some some stuff go down last week, and I think I'm finally, you know, finally free of that of that noise. And then um, word up, you know, got to sh- like Paul said, you got to shake it to the fire, dude. I I literally put things on fire. I literally set things on fire to to be symbolic acts of letting, as Elsa would say, let, let it go. It go. <laughs> yeah, man, it was just my headspace has been all, all man, over the place. You needed to. There's a lot about what happened there that I don't understand, but we're not gonna get into anything. But like, no. Nah. Well, we'll get into it off the records, not on the records. Not on the records. But um, yeah. But speaking of records, you know, just doing my record thing and just in the funky, 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 funky soul music. And uh, that's been my thing, though, man. I've been if I'm not listening to worship or hip hop, I'm listening to, like funk, funk and soul. Like that's my new thing. Funk and soul and soul, funk and soul. Funk and soul. Ah, funk and soul. Like it's a. I'm gonna start doing a remix. Here. Nah, don't do that. So what else? What else? We well, got going you on? you got something. You got a bit of news that. I mean, uh, I was gonna say that I was gonna that I'm jealous of, but I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous because um. I never do anything. It's it's still it's still pretty dope, and I still had time. Um, yeah, I never do anything worthy of being jealous. Really, that's all. So so we got okay. So a couple of things we had popping off this week. So let's start off with. The the one where everybody can participate. Where well, not the one where everybody can participate. But hey, I'm, I'm a Lester a Lester men. So happy Father's Day. It was that this past week. Um so happy yeah, Father's Day. Last, Jay. last Sunday was Father's Day. So yay. I'll tell you what though, like I was listening I was in service and like the message was geared towards fathers more of than course. anything. I completely checked out. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I just was, I was like, I, like, I took like the, the intro was like, oh, okay, cool. They're not going to do like men. Father. And I was like, I was out. So it was like geared towards earthly fathers, not like connected to our heavenly father. Well, or everything, whatever. everything's always connected. To but our I'm, I'm saying everything's you know, some, always connected to our heavenly father, Jay. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was like, you know, be, being a, a godly father and, and okay. all this stuff. And I mean, and that's dope. And obviously, you don't have kids, so you didn't care. I don't have kids, right? I mean, and, but and you have you, but you have a godson. I have a godson, but you know, I ain't got to worry about. Listen, I'm not. I don't have to worry about being his dad unless both of his parents die. That ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna die before they die, which doesn't stand up in court. So <laughs> it's not like a court-driven document. But um. Yeah, you know, it's, I just checked out, dude. It was because it was. A, I was just like, this has got nothing to do with me. I felt, I felt a little bad. I felt a little bad because I was like, part of me thought, why don't even bother showing up today? I could have just listened to like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I went. But you know, worship, worship was worship, and it, it was, it was dope. It was cool. So I, I'm not gonna, you know. But that's the thing, man. Listen, church people, if you're a pastor out there. Remember us nine fathers on those days because, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear, 
I don't want to hear about, you know, I need to be a good father to my son. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't have children. I'm sick. Oh, ah, you suck. That's right. right. (laughs) You suck, Pastor. But you know what, though? Thanks, Pastor and church in general for reminding me. But you know know what? You know how they always say, like, Valentine's Day is, like, you know, it it really highlights. Single single awareness day. Single awareness day. But honestly, Father's Day, Mother's Day is worse. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you, maybe because you you know you're, talk, you, you're talking about family. You're a bit more mature now, so you uh, see it that way. May, maybe so. Mature? I don't know. Well, in age, in, in age, true. Maybe that's what it is. But um, well, anyway, Father's fa- fa- Day was was rough for me because you know I lost I lost Bobby three years ago, and then you know like the year that he passed, I guess. Even by the time Father's Day came around, I still had to be strong for my family. Mm-hmm. And last year, you know, it was there, you know, respect went over to the to the cemetery. But this year, it hit me. It hit me hard. Like, it hit me really hard. I got out of the, I, I posted pictures of of us, of the boys at the cemetery over the grave. And a lot of people tell me, oh, man, it's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. It was so nice looking. And like you can't see in the pictures, but I, I was bawling. Right. Like, well, I you know what though, bawling. it I was think like it, it. It was really rough for me this year. It's Cal's fault. <laughs> it it it, it kind of is. It's Cal's fault. I blame him. <laughs> if he if he would have stayed in heaven, you wouldn't have had this grief. But no, I think that's probably what it was, man. No, no, just because it, it's like this is Cal's. You know, it was like oh, Cal's like oh, and then it's like oh, Dad would have like, loved uh, him, uh, and uh, yeah. yeah. So I think that's probably the. So get rid of Cal. We're gonna. I'll take them. <laughs> so that next year on Father's Day, I can participate. <laughs> no, okay. So yeah, that's, that's not gonna happen. Mark doesn't. Mark doesn't like that. So uh, the other, the other. So we have Father's Day. The other cool thing we had this week was one of your favorite groups. Um. Well, this Christian rapper by the name of KJ Five Two did a song with one of your favorite groups, uh, Social Club. Social Club, right? And uh song is called is it Land of the Misfit Toys? Island of the Misfit Island Toys. Island of the Misfit That's Toys. From that old, um, I, I know Rudolph where, I know where it's from, but I can I can never remember. So it's Island of the Misfit Toys. Uh they put out the video for it. What you think? Um it was dope. It was dope. But like it's that song resonates like so deeply with me. Right. Like as soon as I first when I first heard it, like um like I texted Marty and actually no no, I tweeted Marty well Social Club and KJ. It's like, dude, like this song, like it like it stirred a lot of memories up in me. I wish that song or some song to that effect and that strong would have come out when I was a teenager and I was contemplating suicide. Right. Right. You know, I, I I mean, it's such a it's such a strong song and it really. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. <laughs> Not whatever. Like, come on, man. No, but it was. It's a very, very dope song. I, you know, I'd heard it before, but for whatever reason, that like, when the video came out, I really like just really listened to it. And I was just like, whoa, it is. It is a dope song. So uh, listeners out there, look up KJ52 featuring Social Club. Yeah, I, I think it's KJ52 Vivo. On um, Vivo, yeah, yeah, and, um, I mean, just, just I don't know the you know, YouTube toys. it, 
Island of, Mis- Island of the Misfit Toys. Or if not, go to the Outcry Facebook page. We posted Social it up. Club. We posted uh, it on there. And we have it on Outcry.com. This is Outcry.com. So you can also listen to it there. Another cool thing that happened, um, this actually happened, I guess, two weeks ago. We didn't talk about this. But since, since this week is going to be the third, still don't know what you're talking about. The third time that we're going to be, you're going to be doing this, we're going to bring it up. Oh, Jay, right, Jay. Uh, no, I think we did mention this. Did we? Did we mention? Uh, yeah, I yeah, we remember. mentioned it. Like because I made fun of how you talk. That's yes. what it was. So <laughs> anyway, so uh, we're moving forward with the FNF Live. We're actually going to be sending uh, a little devotional for this week, and uh, we're really excited about that. Our boy Angel, who was with us last week, uh, he's going to be. Uh, creating uh, instrumentals to go under the to go under the uh, little devotional. Yeah, to go as background. It's so, it's pretty. It's you know, cool. it's dope. Oh man, it, and it's and it's funny how uh, how and I and I'll say this, you know, to attest to how God honors those who honor Him, right? Because I mean, you've heard us say that we've tried to do this podcast thing many other times, and we've done videos many other times. But we never really stuck with it. Like right, we never we, really we do like one offs. Yeah, one or two or three. Like every time I post up a video for the week, I see like the old videos you did with Juice. Right. Right. Which which I still think are pretty dope for Shattered last year. And um but we never really stuck with anything. And here we are, twenty three editions later, right, and we're doing the the videos, we're doing the devotions. Like and now and I say this is why you know, God honors that, that we honored him with this commitment of right. doing this podcast for you guys. That Jay Blaze, he's like, he's been a friend for years. Like, he asked he asked me out of nowhere, even though he asked, like, we talked about it, you right. and I. We had talked about, right? you know, uh, approaching Jay Blaze when you were in Miami, and you land in Miami, and he's saying, hey, can you do it? He's like, hey, do it for tonight. <laughs> like, hey, dad, dad. Okay. yeah, sure, okay. Like, I had to sit in my car and do it. But it's it's kind of dope that it's still going. I like guess the third week. So um, with that, and I think it's conquista106.com. You yeah. can stream it live. So that yeah. Right? So or we'll, you know we'll, he he does the Facebook live every every Friday night. Yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll let's post the link to the to the music on the website. And, and this is how things get better. This week, <laughs> this week Jay was like, "Hey man," Jay was asked, "Hey." Do the devotional, but do it in Spanglish, oh. which for us is like the best because we have this weird hybrid of English and Spanish that we speak. Um, so it makes it really, really hard. All Latinos stand up, <laughs> especially Puerto Ricans. Especially Puerto Ricans. <laughs> you know, um, where like if we have to like like I've had to like to preach in Spanish before, like in it. I think those are like the shortest sermons I ever preach because, <laughs> you know, it's like trying to make sure you, you stay, uh, like you really can't chase rabbits because you'll get lost. Yeah, well, the, the other thing with, with that and us in Spanish is that every Spanish country has, you know, there's, there's the flat Spanish, but then there's also the different slangs and dialects, right? Right. So every Spanish country has different words that they use for different slangs. So, like, whenever we have to preach in Spanish... We have to make sure that we watch our words carefully so as right. not to offend right. so people the, from other countries, so the, as, as you and I have both done oh, separately on occasion. Oh, and, and not, even, not even in front of church, just anywhere. Yeah, but, then, but then again, with me, with this whole Spanglish thing, this is like me personally, I hate Spanglish. Like, I hate it. I hate that people actually call it 
or consider it to be like an actual real language. I hate it. Really, people? I, I've never heard anybody consider oh my it a gosh. real language. Oh, I hate it. Uh, yeah, people do that. And especially like you see on Facebook, oh, what languages do you know? English, Spanish, Spanglish. Oh. Not a language, dude. But uh, the thing is that. They're being funny. And then when I, when, I, when I write out, because I have to write out these devotionals because at first he asked them to be in Spanish. Right, so right. I keep them in tune <laughs> and linked up with what we're speaking about on the week. Correct. Right, because there is a shout out. Hey, and every time after the devotional goes on, like Blaze gets on the mic and he says, "All right, you know, check out thisisoutcry.com, whatever." Right, so I keep them. I keep them in line. So like I have to write it out, and then the first time I read it like a robot. Right, and then last week it's a little smoother. It was it was smoother because like I I did it the first time and I. Allow myself to get comfortable with it, right. but then I Correct. recorded it again. So now he's like, "Hey, yeah, great, awesome, do it in Spanglish," and I'm like, "This should be easier. Okay. It should be easier this I, way. It's, it's not because I have to because this is the deal, right? This is the thing. You already wrote it out, didn't you? Yeah, I already wrote it out. But the deal is that when when it's written, like it sounds forced. Correct. Right, because I got to read it, so it sounds forced rather than just like. Straight conversation. If it natural was just conversation, conversation and it's natural, then it's whatever. Right? But since I'm reading it, like it sounds forced. It sounds like, okay, up to this word, switch. And then this word, switch back. And nah, then this word, switch. I don't, I don't think you have to do it. I think you're. So we'll be recording it like three or four times. Yeah, I think, you're, I think you're kind of overthinking. But well, overthinking a little too much. That's all right. So we had a social club, Father's <laughs> Day. We, we have Jay, where we're going to try to record this thing. This is going to be amazingly awesome. And then one of the things that I am super duper 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 excited about July 26th, and I know it's next month, but we're talking about a month from now. There is a DC animated movie coming out, and it is called The Killing Joke. Which was an Awesome, which awesome is, comic book series. Which is an iconic, iconic comic book series. Um, and they're shown in the movie theaters. And guess who got a ticket? <laughs> like the moment, the moment they announced, like I got a text. I got a text saying, hey, come, you know, hey, tickets for sale. I went, whoop, 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 whoop. I, I mean, even though I, it's not going to be sold out. I don't think that many people are interested. But yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to risk it because they don't play these DC animated movies on in the theaters, like ever. So that's a pretty big deal that they're making this thing out there for everybody. So you're gonna go to you're gonna go to Jay. You're probably not, aren't you? You're probably gonna wait. No, no, I'm gonna go see about my job since it's only those two specific times. So I'm gonna go see it, like get out of work, and then just go to the movie theater by my job. Okay. Maybe I'll take um, Vince with me. So he's like the at work comic nerd. Ah, oh, okay. He's always asking me the questions. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I'll just do that. Oh, that'll be that'll be um, that should be fun, right? Like it it should be fun. But anyway, so we got that coming on. So we got Killing Joe, awesome, and also I think next week. They're releasing the video. The the uh, they're releasing the um, the video version of the of the, the ultimate online the ultimate version video. They're, it's all video. It's the streaming, the online streaming version of the ultimate edition. Um, 
of Batman v Superman. <laughs> and also, um, have you have you read up on some of the stuff for Justice League? Of course. Of course. Dude, you we don't text each other every day about it. I mean, the people don't know. <laughs> I think by now with all 23, 22 prior episodes, they know that we do, especially when it comes to like... <laughs> Superhero and comic book yeah, movies. Yeah, DC, DC stuff. Yeah. Right, but yes. It's, so, it looks like they're lightening the tone. I uh, mean... Bringing it a little bit more to the... A little more to the lighter lighter comic book roots. little tone I, I tone think it's going to be an interesting balance, right, between keeping it serious, but then adding that comedic element. Correct. Right, which is what we understood from... Well, the the little excerpt given of Flash's scene. Correct. Right. Correct. So, did you read both of the excerpts? Yes, I did. Of course, okay. I did. Of course, so, yeah, I did. So of course, I think, I did. I think I think you're right. I think there'll be a little more lighter tone in that sense. Um, and then also Cyborg. They said. Did you, I don't know if you read about that. How Cyborg and the Flash uh, have this buddy buddy thing going. Kind of have this. Right. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I'm. I'm. Two things. I want to see Commissioner Gordon because. J.K. Dude got ripped. J.K. got ripped. <laughs> He's like, so like he, he is. Ripped. He ain't gonna be intimidated. We go a superhero, superhero. He's like, I'm not a superhero, but if Batman can do it, <laughs> <laughs> we see like Batman's getting a tactical suit. Yes, like they're which is so dope, right? Because we all know as comic book nerds that Batman has a suit for everything, for everything. So uh, they're talking about his suit being different. Um, the, see talk- the, the new the new Batmobile, yeah, you see it, yeah. Oh, it looks, it looks so monstrous. Well, he needs a new one. Superman, such a jerk. Well, yeah, well no, all he had to do was fix the doors. was apart. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so got that. Um, man, with I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be sick. And then the other cool kind of DC related things that kind of popped off. Um, they confirmed that Flash is doing Flashpoint. Oh, for the TV series. For the TV yes. series. Um, and the only thing I'm worried about now, though, Da-da-da. is is that uh, the the guy who plays the Green Arrow, Stephen Arnell, Armel, Armel, Armel. Anyway, he he kind of the, the way he sounded, it was almost like Flashpoint wasn't going to affect his show, which. Kind of got me a little worried because Flashpoint, the Flashpoint event should affect all three the shows. the entire DC universe. It should. But the way he was like, oh, yeah, it'd be cool if it affected our show. Like, well, but, but you know how he is, though, because he also said he says a lot of things to throw people off. Like, he makes a lot of comments to, like, throw people off. Like, oh, yeah, I'll never be in the Green Arrow suit with the uh, goatee. And what happened? He was in a Green Arrow suit with the goatee, <laughs> right? So he says a lot of things just to, like, throw people off. So, he, I mean, Flashpoint affected the entire DC universe. There is no way they, they'll do a Flashpoint where it's only on the Flash, especially the fact with the fact that they're bringing in Supergirl. Correct. I under, No, I, I'm totally with you. I'm just <laughs> – all I'm saying – is that they better not do that? Is that it? I was like, oh man, they're gonna ruin it if if they do that. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The show Arrow needs some help. It needs to change a little. It um, needs some help. 
See, I, I didn't think I had no problems with last season. No, 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 not on that. But if you read, like it's 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 lost a little bit of its viewership. Yeah, well, you know, and I think the and our and our Amel Amel, I can't Amel. say his name. He 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 brought the point. I think he's right. Is that his show? His show works. Their Arrow works better when it's more grounded, not as you know fantastical with the magic, with the and magic and all that. Like, which I mean, which is cool. But yeah, I mean, it's it's well, I mean, but you know, it's it's like um, it's like Batman in the comics. You know, the Batman comics are always a little more grounded. As far as with the characters, whereas, but when he gets together with the Justice League, then you get the more fantastical elements that Batman kind of deals with. I mean, not that he doesn't deal with fantastical, right, elements in his own comics, but it, but not as much as a But the thing with the Arrow, the Arrow has been, has been, this season was kind of droll. And that season finale was garbage. But you see, though, I think that season finale was because of Flashpoint. So they had to, you had to kind of. You think so? Yeah, you had to kind of tidy it up. Right, because it was a very clean. There was no cliffhanger. Right, and then all of a sudden, you know, Flashpoint happens. So you don't want to leave a cliffhanger for next season, right? If you're not going to, if you're when not going to, Flashpoint changes everything. So I, I think that's why. I think that's why I was so clean. And then Supergirl comes in, and they already announced that they're already working on a four, a four episode, episode crossover. crossover. I was when I read that, I went. Ee! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and on that, and we have to stop because we can stay here for the entire podcast. Correct. They're bringing in Superman into Supergirl. Yes, they already had they're hired. They casted. They already cast. I don't know who that somebody. Is. Some people. They I'm say like, he's from MTV's show based off of Teen Wolf, which has nothing to do with the, the actual movie. Teen Wolf because the actual Teen Wolf movie was '80s quirky, and supposedly this show is like super serious. Yeah, I know some people were like upset about it, but uh, the fanboys were upset because they were hoping that they yeah. would bring back Tom Welling. Tom Welling. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I was one of those fanboys that was hoping that would happen. I mean, I didn't get upset with the casting because I don't, you know, I don't care. Right. Right. It, I just thought it would have been really dope. I didn't want to say super, not to be cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to want to be punny, but I thought they would be like really dope if that would have happened. Like they would have had Tom Welling back in because ten seasons of Snow of Smallville and no suit. That's I mean I never watched Smallville, but that's true. Like no suit. Like I, they would have had the, I did know that him come back as Superman and Supergirl and actually finally see him in the suit. It would have been super cool. Yeah, and now that he's older, he's got the little gray in the temples. Does he? I think he does. Oh, yeah, see, even better. He's a very handsome man. <laughs> um, I'll say it. But, Strikingly handsome <laughs> man. Strikingly. No, he does have some gray, gray, little bit of gray. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. That would be, that would be sicko. <laughs> that would be very dumb. But, so. you know, I'm, I'm looking forward, you know, it is, either way. It it is, it's it not like I'm not going to watch it, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm watching, I'm you know, I'm watching Flash. I'm watching Arrow. I'll be watching Supergirl. I'll be watching Legends. You know, watching Legends. That I'm still... And disbelief that they killed off Captain Cold. Well, because he had to go through prison break. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I still say that they. Well, they he's, I he's, still say that they. They opened the possibility of bringing him back because of Flashpoint. Well, I did read that he will be coming back, but he won't be. A, but as flash as flashbacks. No, I heard. From what I understood, he would be coming back for a couple of episodes here and there. I mean, yeah, because of Flashpoint, they could bring him back. 
So it'll be you know what is it? What do we blame? It's all the multiverse. All the multiverse. Because <laughs> whenever we watch, so for for you guys, you know, uh, the joke is you know DC has all these different universes, all these different Earths, where you know a superhero on our Earth could be a good guy. On another Earth, he could be a bad guy. Watch, watch this past season of Flash, and it'll be all explained. Right, and so, or not even the crossover between Supergirl and Flash. That's where they explain the multiverse. Right, they right? kind of that, that there, and so no, they've explained it a couple of times. So, um, when Gotham started up, me and Jay would watch Gotham, and so which is a kind of an origin story of Batman and his villains. Jay would Jay would text me. <laughs> I can't believe they have this guy. He's too old to be. He's too old to be this character because he's supposed to be Batman's agent. And he and I was like, dude, it's fine. The dude like is killing it as that character. And he'd be like, he is, but he's too old. So I was like, look, Jay, just remember, it's the multiverse. <laughs> it's like Earth fifty. So it's, so it's not Earth even Earth 50. Prime. It's, it's like Earth, Earth fifty. It's Earth fifty. It works. All right, fine, that works for me. Then. <laughs> just blame the multiverse. And then I stopped getting texts complaining about it. <laughs> Well, it's true. It's uh, whatever. But so anyway, we have that. So anyway, so now, um, anything else? So man, we've talked music. We've talked comics. Uh, we talked Father's Day. We just uh, all over the place today. Um, was there something else? No, nah, that was I it. Think, I think that's it. We actually added some. We added a bunch of stuff because you know we. You start talking about the Killing Joke and Joker, and you're just gonna you're gonna go all the, all those other places. Uh, with that being said, my Father's Day was pretty good. I went and saw a movie. I saw the new Rock movie with my dad, uh, Central Intelligence. Yeah, Junior went to see that with his buddies. He said yeah. it was really funny. It was funny. I give it a thumbs up. It's like straight dumb comedy, right? Um. Well, I mean, yeah. It's not. I mean, the premise is is okay, and but the what. Listen, what what makes that movie is just The Rock's and Kevin Hart's chemistry. Yeah. So like a real buddy movie. Yes, it's awesome. It's all and The Rock plays this it's his character is so hilarious because he's this big like hulking dude and then he's kind of like, "Hi. Hey, how are you doing?" Like he's got like his personality, like you see this you think to be like, "Hey, let's go. Let's kick some butt cuz I'm a big muscle guy." And he's more like, "Hey, how you doing, Jay? <laughs> you know, can we be friends? <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. I'll so watch. That's good, man. I'll watch it when it comes to the red box. So you need to watch it. Need to watch it. All right. So with that being said, uh, Jay, yo, you released yo, a video yo, earlier yo. this week. Yo, yo. Um, uh, today's topic, today's topic for the podcast is uh, titled "What's in Your Backpack." What's in your backpack? Subtitle. What burdens are you carrying? Radio voice, radio voice. What burdens are you carrying? Dun, dun, dun. So, Jay, what's in your backpack? I'll tell you what's in mine. Before we get started, I'll tell you what's in my backpack. I got a first gun, aid kit. My gun, I got, first aid kit, and my other gun. I got my, my survival kit. I got my charging stuff. I don't have my gun in there. I have my... I have... Uh, couple magazines in there for my gun for your gun because i carry the gun on me what's in my backpack i don't have a backpack anymore oh i used to carry a backpack around all the time yeah you and then you switch i remember at one point um you used to have a man purse the messenger bag 
jerk. <laughs> man purse, messenger bag. See how they're very similar in, in spelling. It was a messenger. Um, it's spelling. It was a messenger bag. Yeah, I don't. I mean, all those bags are still in the house. Like I'm like I I see them every so often. I'm like, wow. Hey, look, this is cool. Okay, got a bag. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't carry anything anymore. But what a shame. Before I used to carry a pocket sized Bible. I used to carry a sketchbook and um, a Sharpie. <laughs> just got me a Sharpie. And um, just a bunch of pens, pencils, um, charcoals for my sketchbook. Okay. It's like all that stuff in there. So the thing is, right, we, have, we, uh, we all have things that we carry with us in our, in our day-to-day lives, kind of in our, in our general, you know, in a general sense, right? I have, you know, every day... You know, I if, if you haven't figured this out, I I have a, a, a carry permit for a, for a pistol, so I carry my pistol every day. I carry my you know I have my keys, my wallet, my pocket knife, uh, my watch. Some days I carry a, a pen with me. I mean, I usually have some in my car. In your backpack? In um, your bag? In, in my backpack or in my pocket? Yeah. So like yeah. these are the things that I carry. I carry my backpack with a first aid kit. You know, all, all the time. And so, so these are things that I always carry with me because they're essential, right? Or I feel that they're essential to my, kind of my everyday goings-ons. Um, as I go around, you know, my phone, sometimes my tablet, and just headphones, whatever. Whatever it is that I think I need, I put it in my backpack. I carry, I carry right. with it. And, I, and like I said, I, and there are and, certain and all those, things. And all those things are, are like necessary things. You know, and there are certain, like I said, there are certain things, you know, that are definitely like, you know, wallet, gun. Extra magazine, keys. You know, I got pocket knife. So as a man, you should always have a pocket knife on you. Those are the, those are the kind of things. Now, if we flip it, you know, right, to kind of get into the more spiritual aspect of things, right, there's always also things that we carry deep down inside of um, our hearts. Because our hearts, right, are kind of like our, our spiritual backpacks. Our hearts, our minds. Right. And so, so we carry, so we carry things in there. So, Jay, why don't you go ahead and, and take that off, take that idea, and just jump right into uh, the topic. Yeah, well, you know, specifically is 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 that exactly what you said. You know, good transition there, right? But we're going to be specific about about the old us, right? Because it, it's funny how this, <laughs> and I explained how this how this um, topic came along. Um. On the video, right? I was um, at my my best friend in high school. You met him when we went to Tampa. Um, David, also okay. also known as Fufu. Well, back in the day, we used to call him we used to call him Fufu. But um, I was telling him how how far we've come, right? We used to, I mean, the fact that we're still alive, like breathing, that we're still alive, is. Is a testament to what God does when He protects His children, right? Because we were, we were stupid, right? We were stupid. We were out there, South Jamaica, Far Rockaway, you know, they're not not the safest of places. So we were talking about how we're still alive, and what God has brought us through, and you know, giving God glory for what we're for for who we are now, what we're doing now, Correct. right? Because it's funny because he's not just brought you through it, but he's brought you out. Yeah, yeah, complete, completely out, completely know. out. Now, and you know, I, I had to specify in the video, clarify, not specify, 
that um, I did the video in front of our swimming pool, right? And it wasn't to brag. It was just to show the contrast between growing up in one of the worst project buildings in New York City, right, where it was known as Vietnam. People were dying every day. I mean, we had snipers on the roof of our building, like, shooting random people. Like, cops would not come in, right? It was, it was weird. Only, only the Chinese guy from across the street, he was still delivering Chinese food. No pizza, no nothing, but the Chino across the street, he was still delivering Chinese food. Everybody knew him. Forget it. That's why he didn't get shot. Right? Somebody <laughs> got to bring his food. Somebody got to feed the sniper, right? But um, <laughs> it's so bad. But, yeah, he didn't only bring us through. He brought us out. And we are alive as a testament to what God can do when you give yourself over to him fully. So, you know, he brought that in my head. And it's funny because he was like, ah. And he, he ended the conversation with, next week, or oh, this is our cry. <laughs> Dude, that's actually awesome. Right? So the more I prayed on it and the more I contemplated on this topic, it, it, it became clear that the burdens that I want to specifically speak about that's in our backpack that we carry are our old identities, right? Who we were. Okay. Because there are times... And I'm sure you've heard this said, Joaquin, that, you know, we come to Christ with, with our baggage. Correct. Like, we come to Christ with who we are. And sometimes we get lost on, on some of well, some, some of us, we hold so tightly to our old identities before we came to the Lord that we still allow people or ourselves to be identified with who we were. Right, rather Correct. than embracing the fact that we've been made new. Correct, because because the old is comfortable. You know, you've been living, you've been living, you know, this way, whatever that this way is, right? You've right. been living this whatever way, way uh, your whole life. I mean, maybe five years of your life. Maybe you know, like you're somebody that grew up in church and then you fell away, and then you spent five, ten years just kind of living like this reckless, raucous life, and you. You know, listen, we get comfortable in that. Yeah. And so when we come back to the, either come back to the Lord or we come to the Lord the first, you know, like for the first time, um, yo, like, right, we, we hold on. We want to, you know, we want to hold on to it, not because we want to. And this is really a, a lot of things in life, not even some of the old stuff, even just some stuff that's happened. Well, I guess anything that's happened in the past will be considered old stuff, you know, but even something that happened last year or two years ago. You know, that has marked us, that's marked us and we want to hold on to it and we don't want to hold on to it, but it's almost like you're afraid to let it go because if you let it go, it's you're, you're losing a piece of your identity, right? You don't know who you are anymore. You don't know who you are without that. Even if this thing is destructive or distracting, right? Distractive, (laughs) right? Distractive, (laughs) you know, uh, so yeah, so we, we have all this stuff on us. That we and some stuff stuff we even pile on ourselves. Correct. You see, like it's um let's think me, for example, it's really hard for me to smile. Right? To be and and not to not for me to smile like if there's if I'm happy or if somebody says something funny or whatever, but just to just generally to be smiling or to be seen smiling. And it's because you don't you're not born and raised in New York City. Smiling like a fool because then you get your butt kicked. You get robbed. You get jumped. You get beat up. So you have to grow up in those streets 
with a certain demeanor that shows that, you know, that you're tough or, you know, that you're not somebody to be messed with. Like you have – it's almost um, like a defense mechanism. Yes. Right? Like you, you have to be that way. In New York, you know what, though? New York draws that out of you because when I, was, when I would go to New York, right, when I was with my ex and I would go up to visit – like that's how I would be. I'm not that person. Yeah, you got you got. I'm usually like you know, hey guys, what's up? Yeah. You know, you, you either I gotta, talk to people and stuff. And in New York, I'll be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, you got you, you got to either be hard or look hard. I want a pizza, right? <laughs> Give me some Zeppelin. Right? It's it's Zeppelis. one of the two. So now I'm in Georgia, where it's not you know it's not like that, especially where I live, like super sub super suburbs in Kennesaw, right? Right, but like I still have this this hard look about me. And then, like, a lot of people say, oh, why are you so angry all the time? I was like, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm like, hot. Like, 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 <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Like, but you can't, you can't see that. I remember when I first moved down here, like, <laughs> son, it was, like, I, I had to force myself into doing this. And now I just do it naturally. But I remember when I first moved down here and people would say, like, good morning to me in the street. Like, random people say, hey, good morning. Hey, hey, hey how's it going? Right? And I would, like, get all defensive. Yo. Why are you talking to me? Yeah, why, why, why are you saying good morning to me? What makes it a good morning? Like, I get upset. I get angry. And uh, then I had to realize, hey, dude, stop being stupid. They're just being friendly. Like, people down here, like, they're friendly. They want to wish you a good morning. It's <laughs> like, they, they, they want to wish they, you a good morning, and you're taking it like they're, like, trying to steal your, like, like something about money. my mother, right? They genuinely <laughs> want to say good morning. Right? So now it's funny how we have new neighbors where, where we live, and anybody that goes past me, that walks past me or drives past me, like I wave, I say good morning to people. <laughs> it's like it's like right. it's the weirdest well, thing. Well, it's funny because like when your sister moved down here, she was the same way. Yes. And I was last time I was talking to she was we we're talking to we we're just talking to this group and and she was like, yeah, you know, when I came down here, everything was like everything I took it as you were like stepping to me or something. And, and my brother's like, no, 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 you. That's not that's not what's happening here. You can't. I think one of the things something happened at the school, and she wanted to. Yes, she wanted to go. I was just about to say something. And just start yelling and start. And it was like, no, 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 no. Like that's not how you do it. She was. was, We were trying to put the kids and her kids in school, and she was so rude. And I remembered, like I saw her. I was like, yo, that was me when I first moved down. Like I had to tell her, like, yo, hey, come here, just sit down. I'll take care of it. And I went over to the to the. Or the registrar at the school. I was like, I'm sorry. My sister just got back from New York. So, I mean, she just moved down here from New York. So she doesn't realize that it's different. Like, you don't need to have your defenses up. So then the woman was like, oh, oh okay. I understand now. <laughs> I understand. I was like, yeah, that was me like like eight years ago. <laughs> that was me like eight years ago. So I, I get it. I'll be handling everything from now on. Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, thank you. Yeah, because we... And and that's the thing. That's the hard thing, and, and it's because things are cooked into us, and it's hard to let go, or we grab onto things, and then we, you know, we we decide that we want to put those things. And we yes. Keep carrying. And, those and then we when we um when we're told that we don't have to anymore, right? We're relieved to know that, but it's not as easy to let it go. Right. It's not as easy to not be identified as. This guy or this girl, this right. person, this, yeah, right. Yeah, it's hard Even to put though, that. It's hard to put that backpack down. Right? And so, what's in your backpack, right? What's burdening you, right? What's holding you down? What's holding you back? And sometimes, the fact that we don't let go of our past, and and it's funny, right? Because we have written down 
right? That according to scripture, 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, right? The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So according to scripture, right? When we're in Christ, our old selves, our old identity is dead and gone, right? It's dead and gone. Which is symbolic of, you know, baptism. Yeah, and symbolic of Jesus dying. You know, when you when you put the... And coming back to you life. You come down, you, bloop, you, you come back up. New creation, new creature. But what a lot of us do, and I just had this mental picture, it's like we go in and we get dunked and our clothes gets changed. But we still come up with our backpacks. On yeah, we come right. We put the clothes in a backpack, backpack and pick it up, just, and we just bring it up. We got Ooh, that's uh, dope. We got our fresh kicks, but we still carry right. that old backpack with that old clothes. Yeah, we got the fresh new gear, the latest gear, the latest kicks, but then the raggedy, smelly, stinky junk. Right, instead of just leaving it there, put it in our backpack and we take it with us just in case because it's comfortable. Because it's comfortable. It's comfortable. It's easy. It's easy to just respond and react how we used to be rather than responding and reacting how God has renewed us to be. That's tweetable. Yeah, it's tweetable. Right? <laughs> right? So, right? So it says the old has died and the new has come. So you are brand new. Your old identity is gone. It shouldn't be in your backpack. But but we understand. Right? We understand. Even correct. God understands why you put it in your backpack and why you're carrying it around. But what we don't realize is that it's weighing heavily on us. It's correct. a burden that we're carrying. It is. It is. I know, you know, like early we talked about earlier, you know, not to not get into it, but there's, you know, some things that I've been carrying these last couple of years that I just can't let go, right? I've been struggling with letting it go, and and I know I shouldn't have it. I know I shouldn't be carrying it. I know I should just finally just, you know, uh, cut cut that off from right, cut the cord, you know, cut that cord, and it's and it's not even right. It's just all a mental cord, right? It's a spiritual cord, and it's just like. I need to cut it, cut it out, but I still drag it with me. And what does it do? It affects me. And, you know, and Jay can be a testament because sometimes he's like, oh, what's up? You're like, something's not right. Something You're not as dumb, funny as you normally are. You're kind of quiet. You know, when I get quiet. Yeah, you're just dumb. When I get, and yeah, you, now you're just being dumb. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of normal state. Um, But, you know, I get quiet. You can... You can always see it, especially for me, because yeah, I'm, I'm a very expressive person. So when things aren't kind of sitting right with me, you could tell. And that was one of the things this week that I had to finally just kind of go, I right. need to let this, I need to let this bird, I need to let like, this thing go. Yeah, let it go, but leave it. Correct. Not like let it go, go shopping. And then come back and Go get have it. lunch and then come back and pick it up. Go, okay, thanks. Thanks for watching it. Thanks for watching. You know, so... um now, sometimes this, this happens because, like, most new believers don't know this, right? They don't know. They, you know, because a lot of excuses are made for people. Like what I said, oh, yeah, you come to Jesus as you are or with everything that you used to be. And he understands that because you're human and whatever. But according to scripture, the old is dead, the new has come, right? So a lot of new believers don't know or, or, or feel that they still have to pay for everything that they've done and everything that they've said before in, in their old life, before before Christ. Correct. Right? So we're going to speak on that. Psalms 103, 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. Right? Other translations say, as far as the east is from the west, that they will never meet 
Correct. That far, he removes our transgressions yeah, the, from us. I remember the first time I heard that verse, and I'm like, but if you keep going east, you keep going east, turns into going west, <laughs> and then it comes back into turning east. Oh, my goodness. It's never ending. It's ne- that's amazing. <laughs> but that's dope, right? Because it's never ending. So no matter what you've done before you before you came to the Lord, right, it's gone. It's done. It'll never come back. Yeah, he's now, now the thing is that when God forgives, right, and this is another thing because this is a human trait that we don't forgive and forget. Right? We say, oh, yeah, well, I'll accept your apology and I'll forgive you, but I'm never going to forget what you did to me. Or I'm never going to forget what you said to me. And yet we come to Christ and God forgives and he forgets. And he forgets. He wipes the slate clean, right? So why? Because he loves us. And if we love as Christ loves us, Right, that's why, like, I put that song. That song's been on my in my head all day. I want to love. I want to love the way you love me, right? right. Because the way God loves is fully. It's unconditionally. He forgives. He forgets. He wipes clean, and he starts over, right? But since we, it's hard for us to do that with other people, so it's hard for us to believe and accept that God. that's what God does for us yeah, and he'll to do us. That with us. Correct. Right. So as far as the east is from the west, that they'll never meet. Right. That's how far He has our past. From us, but because of our humanity, because of our frailty, we don't believe that. So what do we do? We chuck it in the backpack. We chuck it in the yeah, and we carry it around. Big, now the the um the thing that happens with that is that the heavier our backpack becomes, like the further away we feel from God, right? Because it's just pulling us down. And it's weighing uh, us down. It's yeah. weighing us down. So we, you know, we're trying to get closer. We want to learn more, but that those burdens that we keep piling into our backpack of our past keep weighing us down. They keep dragging us back, right? So I just mentioned about Jesus's love being unforgiving. I mean, unforgiving <laughs> being unconditional. <laughs> unconditional. Unconditional. Very forgiving. <laughs> Super forgiving. Unconditional, right? So we get into that. How can with everything that I've done in my past, everything that I've lived through, everything that I've been through, how can God love me so fully, right? It's it's incomprehensible, right? It's unfathomable how a God can be so loving, especially when, you know, a little bit of apologetics, where almost every other religion, no, every other religion, every other belief system, right, you have to do some kind of penance, Correct. To pay for the things that you've done in the past, right. right? So with Christianity, you know, there's no penance. There's repentance, instant instant forgiveness. Why? All out of love. All because of love. So Paul taught, teaches in Romans 8, 38 and 39, right? For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's I think he covered the entire scope. Yes. Right? The entire scope. Right? Nothing ever. Jesus will never stop loving us. He will never stop loving you. Doesn't matter what you did. Doesn't matter who you were. Doesn't matter what you said. He will never stop loving us and that's such a hard that's such a hard thing to grasp because you know uh in our in our own lives we 
we don't we don't encounter that. Correct. Right. A lot of times, um, even even those that love us unconditionally, like you know, like my mom, right, loves me unconditionally. But even then, you know, I do things and she gets mad at me and she's like, I can't believe you did that and why are you doing that, right? Um, and even to this day, right. So, but but Jesus, it's amazing, right? But Jesus doesn't go, Why did you do that? What are you doing? At at I think at the at the, the worst end of it, as far as like for me to, as far as I can see, is that the Holy Spirit, right, who dwells in us, is like, hey buddy, is that, you know, maybe maybe we should have done that, <laughs> you know, but I still love you. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh you know it's not a oh, I can't believe you did that even even in relationships right you know relationships with your girl or your wife or whatever. You get into a fight or you get into something and, you know, the reaction is, I can't talk to you for, I can't talk to you for an hour, right? You know, I got to get away from you to, like, breathe for a second. I'm so mad at you. Ah, Jesus. Ah, you did that. Come here. Let me hug you. Let me. Yeah, right. right? (laughs) Jesus is like, it's okay. I get it. I love you. I forgive you. The worst thing. That Jesus will tell us, you know, of course, through the Holy Spirit indwelling within us, is go and sin no more. Right? That's the worst chastisement. Like, that's the worst punishment. Okay, you did that. You asked for forgiveness. I forgive you. I love you. Don't do it again. Right? And then we do it again. It's okay. I forgive you. I love you. Don't do it again. But the thing is that we're so trained right culturally and socially we're so trained to have love based on works right have love based on how much we're loved right oh well you know you love me this much so i'm gonna love you that much Um, you give this much i'm gonna give that much rather than it being completely freely given and unconditional right so it's hard for us to comprehend or to fully accept that there is a god that loves us in spite of everything we've done. Correct. Right? Loves us unconditionally, fully and wholly, no strings attached. Like, it's, 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 it's hard to believe. Correct. But the minute that we do believe that, it's life-changing. Correct. And, and think the idea, like this verse, you know, neither. And you know, he says, neither, and he just starts listing things off. Death, angels, life, whatever. So, like, the picture that's in my, my mind, right, as we read that, is it's like... Um, like a storm you know and and no matter what's going on in that storm right jesus is, is carrying you he's holding you right right um and and it and and it doesn't matter what's coming he's he's blocking it with his hand boom get away boom get away boom get away boom get away you know we're the ones that pull ourselves out of jesus's hands right we're right. the ones you know because it's funny because is that nothing will separate us from the love of God. To me, though, in a, in a little way, it's like I separate myself from the love of God. Yes, of course. Right? We want to you know, do it ourselves. I, I don't do it, you know, because he still loves me. But I kind of like, I need, a, I need a break, God, because I'm being foolish. Or, 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 <laughs> or are we just, you know, oh, no, but I can handle this. Correct. Right? That's the thing, especially, especially us as men. I can handle this. I can take care of this. I can do this. Meanwhile, yeah. I know. No kidding. We know you can do that. But 
God is like, let me handle it. Let me do it for you. Yeah. Right? It's like when I when I first got married. It's so funny. When I first got married, I went to um I went to throw out the trash. Right? I went to throw out the trash. Like it's nothing. I just went to throw out the trash. And my wife tells me, You don't have to do that. I can do that. Right? And I'm like, Yeah, I, I know you could, but you don't have to. I can do it for you. And it wasn't just like with the trash thing. It was like there's been a lot of after that, a lot of other different like occasions where I've had to like remind her, yeah, I know you can do everything, right? You did all this before we were married, right? but you're married to me now. Yeah. I can do it for you. Right. You don't have to do it now. So, you know, just like let it go. Like chill. Right? Just yeah. relax. And then Junie showed up and they said, yeah, neither of us have to do it. Yeah, Junie right? gets, uh, gets to do it. <laughs> but but there, was, there was a moment where, where I told her, you know, you do so much. Right, just sit down, relax, take the day off. Like, I'll wash the dishes, I'll clean the kitchen, I'll do. Right, and it was like a struggle, right? And then I and, and I and I don't like like mess with. I was like, hey, are you realizing that you are telling me not to pamper you, not to do all these things, to leave you alone, to leave you stressed out, and you know to let you. Wash dishes and throw out the trash. You know, you're actually telling me not to take care of you, not to give you a day off. It's like as soon as I said that, it's like it dawned on her. Right, it's like, correct. What, what? I'm so, what's wrong with me? Deuces, and she was out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, don't leave. I still want you to cook dinner. <laughs> right? But it's, it's, it's a thing. You know, we want to be so self-sufficient that even with God, we'll tell God, God, you know, I can thank you, but I got this. And 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 what? Ninety nine times out of a hundred, we end up really just getting ourselves in trouble, and we end up having to be like, God, uh, help! <laughs> I can't believe I stepped into this. But yeah, so nothing can separate us. Nothing can separate us. Nothing can separate us. And so, what was the last point that you have here on the? The last the point is very important, right? Because as we, as you see through this conversation. You know, this backpack is getting filled with more and more things, right? So we're not even walking with this backpack anymore. Now we're just dragging it around and we're, we're struggling and forcing ourselves to walk. And this is like the most beautiful thing. You know, Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty nine and 30, he says, Take my yoke upon you and, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and the burden that I give is light. Right? So we burden ourselves with all these things that weigh us down, that anger us, that make us bitter, right? That protect us when we have a loving God who is gentle and lowly in heart, right? Who wants to carry these things for us. And he's telling me, hey, let me take your burdens and you take mine. I'll do it. Your burdens are keeping you dragging through the floor of this life, right? Or keeping you bitter, keeping you angry, making you defensive, right? My burden is easy and it's light. You're and able to carry what I'm giving you. Correct. And, you know, one of the interesting things is, and I was, I, I read up a little earlier because I, I wanted to make sure I was correct, but, you know, <clears throat> the the yoke also in, uh, in Jesus' time, you know, a yoke is what if you followed a rabbi, you would take on his yoke, his teachings. Right. Correct? 
So now just think, Jesus talked about how the Pharisees had all these rules, right? So they had they had the, the Torah, and then they had whatever else they added on they top of the Torah. All the correct? Levitical law and right? all the everything. So, right? So, so, you, so you have, right, so I'm talking about even extra Levitical laws, mm-hmm. right? So here comes this rabbi, here comes Jesus, this rabbi, and he's saying, hey, take my teachings and learn from me. Take my yoke, learn from me, learn from my teachings. For I am gentle, lowly in heart, you will find rest for your souls. Why? Because he goes, my yoke is easy, burden is light. But why is his burden light? Because he doesn't burden us with all this extra stuff, all this extra stuff that causes us, for guys like me and Jay who grew up in the church, you know, when when they the church adds stuff on us and we're just like, oh, we can't. So we're trying to live up to, to the Bible and to everything else the church is throwing on us. And he, nice. Jesus is saying, hey, take my, oh, take my teachings. Mm-hmm. My te-. And when we realize that, right, when we're like, wait a minute, and we kind of shake the cobwebs and we say, what is Jesus' teachings? And then we shake it against all this other stuff that we've, we've had added onto us. We realize, wow. It makes life more joyful, makes it lighter, um, it makes us more productive. I mean, it, it affects everything. And and it shows us, it's, it's a brilliant example of how to love others as he loves us, right? I want to love the way you love me. Yeah, he, he shows us, he says, look, he says, look, I love you so much. Then I'm only gonna I'm only gonna ask these four things of you, let's say. Right? That's it. I'll forgive you. I will love you unconditionally. I will forgive you. I will forgive you uh, when you repent. All I ask is that you love your neighbor as yourself. All I ask is that you love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and soul. All that I ask is that you go forth. And make disciples. And make disciples and baptize them in the name of in the name of the Father. All I ask is that you accept my love. Right. So, you know, what's in your back? Wow. Right? What burdens of your past are you, are you still carrying? Right? If it's who you were, realize that when you come into Christ, he gives you a new identity. He gives you his identity. Yes. You are no longer a child of the streets. You are now a child of God. You're a child of the kingdom. Right? Your past before Christ is completely gone. Whatever you did before doesn't matter. He forgives you and he wipes the slate clean. Right? Jesus will never stop loving you. Nothing. Paul says it. Nothing, nothing, nothing in all creation will be able to separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Right? And the last point is that he takes your burden from you. He takes your backpack and he gives you his burden, which is easy and it's light, right? So what's in your backpack, right? What's holding you down? What burdens are you carrying? Whatever they are, you know, release them. Release them at the foot of the cross. Give them to Jesus and take up the burden that he has for you, which is his, which is easy and light. Easy and light. So that's, 
So that's this week's backpack. And I would just like to kind of quickly a little addition and something that I've learned this last uh, year and a half, I guess. And that is this. Those things that you have in your backpack, those things that are holding you down. One thing that I found that helps me is, um, you know, it's hard just to put it on the floor and go. Mm. But you know what? Jesus did say that I will send a counselor, that I will send a helper. So, you know, as a believer, you have the Holy Spirit with you and in you. You know, what I've, what I've learned to do is real simply say, hey, Holy Spirit, will you hold on to this backpack? Let him carry it. Because in that, once I'm, once I'm able to free myself of that, once I give that to him, right, then I, I begin to notice how I can let go of these things and how my, thing, how my life becomes freer in these areas that are holding me down. It's just a little exercise. You know, Holy Spirit, I know you're always with me. Let me give it to you. And he'll take it because he loves us. So with that being said, that was awesome. Thank you for uh, joining us today. So glad. Listen, we are super excited. Our 25th episode will be a whole new way of recording. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it won't mess up. I'm optimistic. So and I'm be- Optimus Prime. With that being said, thank you. This is Outcry.com. Don't forget to go to the webpage and look at all the stuff on there. Love you guys. My name is Joaquin. I'm Jay. And this is the Overflow Podcast at This is Outcry.com. <laughs> Thanks for listening.